Hi, you guys. Welcome back. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I am honestly still riding the high from last night's masterclass, Power and Prosperity. If you were there with us live, ah, I'm just like giving you a big hug. That was honestly truly incredible. And the, I mean, the chat was on fire. The amount of like fuck yeses and like I am so ready to step into my most powerful selves and like I needed this is like in the chat was just remarkable. Like I was actually blown away and so surprised. I didn't really have any expectations for this class. I just knew that I really wanted to teach a free masterclass and we talked about everything from obviously empowerment but also money, um, money mindset and letting yourself be seen and stepping into your gifts and showing up and just claiming what is yours, you know? Um, So for those of you that were with us live, thank you so much for being there. It was like a two-hour experience. We did a guided inner child meditation. We did another guided higher self meditation. We did some cool coaching. Like, it was a beautiful experience. So thank you for showing up live. If you are watching or if you watch the replay or you are watching the replay, please come into my DMs and like say hi and let me know how you liked it. So many of you already have done that, but for those of you who haven't, like please come say hi. I, I mean it. Um I just I just love giving. <laughs> I know you probably like feel that the same in your life, like you're a generous human and it just feels so good to good to give from a place of just pure like ah like I just really felt called to do this so anyways if you want to get the replay and you didn't sign up for the class um you can do so you let me think of how I can do this with you yeah okay so all you have to do is just shoot me a dm and I can forward you the email and you can watch the replay until Tuesday December 20th end of day um the recording will expire after that so if you want to get in on this juicy replay please just dm me um and also the discounts that i shared at the end of the masterclass two ways to come play with me in 2023 uh, both for my membership and the masterminds those will also be expiring at um on midnight tuesday december 20th so as you guys know i've talked about it a lot on the show but i'll just give you a quick little recap Uh, Conscious Creators is my membership. This is for like community, healing, expansion, transforming your life, manifesting your most abundant life. Um, And you can join in on that. That is $77 a month or you can pay in full $8.47 for the year. And then we also have my Unapologetic Mastermind. Um, This is for you if you're really desiring that like next level of support. Um, So far we have like coaches, podcasters, healers, um, people just desiring to step into their soul's calling into their purpose. And right now that is $5.99 a month until the end of the day, Tuesday, December 20th. And then that's going to be going up to $1.111 a month. So it is a pretty major seal. Um, If you know that you want in, if you know that you want support and you are ready to step into your next level along other badass women, um, just DM me and I can get you all enrolled and signed up and feeling super supported and surrounded by like-minded people who are going to lift you up and hold you to a high standard. Um, So yeah, I'm super excited. So this week's episode is all about what happens when you cultivate deep self-trust? Now, I bring on one of my current one-on-one clients who we've been working together for about six months, and I am so proud to celebrate the fact that she just surpassed six figures in her business, and she is literally thriving. Um, she has let go of so much control. She has deepened so much in her self-trust. She has this new level of unapologetic, like, let's go baby (laughs) vibe and it's just been such a beautiful honor to witness her stepping into her power reclaiming her voice speaking up for herself processing emotions like just being a complete badass um so i wanted to share this conversation with her because i have a feeling it's going to inspire you to step more into your power to get out of your head to really speak up and know what you deserve um minnow who you're going to be hearing from shortly she is such a freaking powerhouse and I am so honored to be working alongside her and um, just wait until you hear the transformation that she's had, her experience, the new level that she's stepped into. And um, it's just been such a beautiful journey to witness. And I know you're going to love hearing about it. 
So before we dive in, I want to share one last thing. Um, M Hansen 13 just reviewed the podcast, gave us a five-star review, said truly inspiring. If I had to use one to two words to describe how I felt with Sam, it would be authentically inspired. These podcast episodes are where I first shed a tear hearing her voice tell me I am worth it. In that moment, I knew this was a human I needed in my life in some way. She has so much to say and truly cares about each person she helps. I truly can't get enough of her and the podcast. Thank you so much. And if you want to be shouted out on the podcast, all you have to do is leave a beautiful five-star review. Let us know why you love the show and you will have a chance to be featured next time. All right, let's dive in. Welcome to The Sam Altieri Show, the podcast that liberates you from the shoulds and the shame so you can consciously create your dream life, relationship, and business. Get ready to be activated and inspired to take messy action and step into your power and potential. Press play and let's do the damn thing. Today I have with me a really special guest. She is one of my one-on-one clients. She is part of my community. She is also a really powerful creative designer. And we actually went to college together and reconnected, I don't know, like five years after graduation at least. And she's been on my retreats. She's played such a pivotal role in the brand of Conscious Creators. And I'm just so excited to have her come and join us for a conversation about up-leveling and stepping into more of your power. And we're just going to talk about everything. (laughs) It's part of your journey. I want to hear more about, you know, where you're at and everything that Um, really that you've gone through over the past three months and beyond and we can just let the conversation flow from there yeah oh well I'm so so excited to be here Sam thank you for having me and yeah I'm ready to dive in and talk all the life things (laughs) (laughs) um okay so let's get like everyone up to speed on you can you share a little bit about like you, who you are, what you do, just to give some context. Yeah, totally. So I am a freelance graphic designer. Um, I guess when people ask what do I do or who I am, that's usually like the first thing that comes to mind is just like, you know, starting with the profession. So full-time, I have my own business, Studio Dumka, and I've been doing that for almost two years now. And it's been the most fulfilling venture ever. I jumped ship from you know, the full-time nine to five kind of ordeal, uh, beginning of last year. And I, I feel like I'm on that path now pursuing what lights me up and I get to do it every day. And it's been amazing. It's definitely been a journey of ups and downs, but I'm finding that as more time goes on, um, and especially now in the last several months, I'm in this season of niching down and really getting clear even more than I think I have been before, on what it is that lights me up. So it's like saying yes to the right clients, taking on work that like wholly fulfills me. Um, so that's been, that's a huge part of my life. And I think the season that I'm in also right now is almost like having the work kind of balance out with the personal life stuff, because it's been so much of what I do that the personal life has almost taken a backseat. But all the while, it's it's so fulfilling. Again, it lights me up. I'm doing beautiful graphic design work. I mean, we partnered together to do some conscious creators uh, rebranding, which was so amazing. So yeah, and I mean, outside of work, I mean, I'm a creative through and through anything design wise. Uh, you know, you mentioned we went to school together. We did architecture. So anything design wise lights me up. Um, handmade doings. Uh, and then, you know, anything self-development, you know, this kind of stuff, what you offer with conscious creators and our calls and your retreats and give me astrology and human design and all these woo-woo things. So (laughs) (laughs) all the things. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yeah. You have been such a pleasure to work alongside and it's been, it's really been cool. Like how I think our relationship has transpired how you've been able to support me, how I've been able to support you and like in our respective strengths. And I think that's such a, like that for me is it's, it's sometimes it can be really hard to find that, right? Like this, um, that, that feels like this really equal exchange. And um, I don't often do air quotes like trades, but it felt so right in my bones. And I remember 
I had the idea and then you texted me and it was just like a yes. Like we had the conversation. We spent the weekend just being like, is this a sole yes on both sides? Does this feel really fair? Does this feel really good? And then we had another conversation and then it was like, fuck yes, let's do it. And we did it. And now we're on the other side of it for both of us. And it just feels super cool. Yeah, no, it does. And it's so wild when you say like the service first for service equal alignment. I definitely felt that going in, but I think as the time progressed and we dove deeper on both of our ends, doing the branding and then you offering your coaching for me, I'm like, holy shit, this is, it just got better and better. I'm like, I knew it was Mm going to be worthwhile, but it was beyond worthwhile diving into the process. And now on the other side, it's like, I'm so freaking glad (laughs) that this all worked out the way it did. (laughs) Oh, dude, me too. I am obsessed like obsessed with the branding i am so excited to like create merch i am so excited for everyone inside creators to just have an up leveled like new vibe and like for me i'm sure and i know you too like the adhd in me and also like the visual like the designer the creative the one that's from the design background like i just care so much about how things look and I am somebody who will not buy something if it's ugly like and I'm not saying like clothes like obviously clothes you need to look cute but I mean like online services if your product looks like shit I am not going to buy it even if it's the best thing ever like branding is everything and that is really how you stand out and I'm like I really am just so grateful that you have helped create a standout brand for what Conscious Creators is becoming. I didn't even know what I was creating when I created it. Like, it, like you know, but I really feel like you brought it to life. And now I feel so proud of it. And I'm so excited to share it with the world thanks to you. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it was such a joy to create. And I totally hear you on everything you're sharing, too, because aesthetics for me like beauty is one of my top values and it's been like it's been a double-edged sword of sorts because I lead with it all the time but it also in a way I found find hinders me because it's like the perfectionist in me wants everything to be perfect all the time before I put it out but I just I hold it at such a high value and to everything you shared I'm the same way like I look at brands and I'm like Sometimes I don't even know the brand, but if it's perfect or beautiful, then it's like, yeah, take my money. <laughs> like, say that. <laughs> I know. I know. Literally, yeah. like, I paid, like, $7 for a chocolate bar yesterday because the branding was beautiful. And I'm like, <laughs> I am that bitch. But, like, they also know that people, like, they know their market, you know? And I think so many people inside of Conscious Creators are creatives, you know, artists, photographers, coaches, but they also are very artsy and, like, love the natures and, you know, like, so I I feel like in terms of creating things, beauty is so important and I couldn't be more grateful. And I just, it also is so special that you, you are part of the experience and you you created it from that place of being in it. And so it just makes it that more special. And like, I don't know, intimacy and beauty are my like top two values. And so it was like, just so beautiful having you and I collaborate on the process and just, I'm so grateful. And for everyone that is listening, like if you are a business who needs somebody like, yo, (laughs) shouting out, shouting out, you like seriously I am just in such gratitude and as somebody that has such high standards for beauty (laughs) I'm like uh you exceeded them tenfold so uh, yes please (laughs) so much that means that honestly means so so much and it was it was such a gratifying process for me obviously because the turnout was fantastic but just the depth that we were able to go into extracting everything and I think the fact that we kind of know each other on that intimate personal level, we were able to bring in so much more. So it was so fulfilling and rewarding on that end too, just to help you bring your vision to life. And I think that at the end of the day too, is what drives me to do what I do in my business every day, showing up for my clients Mm. and making their visions manifest beautifully. So yeah, definitely, definitely uh, hits, (laughs) it's deep. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting is I think as such high achievers, you and I, um, and really everyone that listens to the show, it's, it's really easy to think that we can do it all, you know? And like, I remember like before I launched the, you know, and I opened the doors, I just made the branding in however many hours. Like I just did it. I was like, I'm not hiring anyone right now. Like I just need to get it out the door. And I did. I like needed to get it out the door before it was ready. But I think there's a lot of power in delegation and in getting support where you need it, you know? And yes, I am a creative and a designer, but I this is not my expertise. And I think leaving the things that you are not a master at to other people and paying them or doing something like we just did like is the best thing you can do as a business owner like wow. true and true it has always paid off because I would still be working on the damn font right now like <laughs> if I was trying to do it myself right and I wouldn't be actually doing things that matter in my business that only I can do and so and I know in the reverse like you aren't a master at the things that I'm good at. I'm really fucking good at, right? And so like there's so much power in like humbling ourselves to know that we aren't supposed to be amazing at everything. Yeah. And the most successful business owners and entrepreneurs that I know do very little actually. They operate in their zone of genius so much because they know that they're not good at so many things. And I've really had to step back and be like, damn, I thought I was really good at design, but it, it, it I, I'm not actually like, I'm not anymore, you know, like, it's not my thing. I'm not, I'm not creating brands for people. Why am I trying to do that for myself? Like, and I think there's a lot of power in just like humbling ourselves, you know? Yeah. Receiving I, support. <laughs> yes. I love that you said that. Like, it, I think it summarizes it perfectly. Like this humbling of oneself, <laughs> And to that, I, I might even add like, well, at least for me, what also resonates with what you're sharing, um, personally is relinquishing control because I'm the mm. type of person that wants to oversee everything. And I think it's a little bit of the perfectionist in me as well, making sure it all looks good. And I'm really in this moment now with my business on this whole topic of delegation in releasing the control, but also outsourcing and hiring mm -hmm. a team, trusting that other people can do it just as good, if not also better than I can. And to your point, finding that um, like zone of genius area for me, which as much as I love design and I realize I'm really great at it, um, I think taking clients through the branding process, what I've also come to recognize from all of this recently is the strategy piece is mm. really to what lights me up, like getting to the core root of why, like I'm such a purpose-driven person. Maybe yeah. it's like my Scorpio moon that <laughs> like wants to pull at like the deepness of someone and the brand. So yeah. So it's, it's been really interesting to observe that for me, but now I'm in this part of like, okay, so now that I know this, how do I actually let go of the control? How do I actually mm. let people run with this, delegate, create a system where I have the time, the space to really tap into what I'm great at and also just chill out a little bit. Cause I've been teetering on burnout the last couple of months and it's been tough because I've been doing it all myself. So it's been mm -hmm. really real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I know that like before we hit record and even just like in our, in our Voxer sessions, we've, we've been talking about this, this concept of like letting go of control, um, in relationships and business and life, like really, embodying like your feminine energy really actually allowing yourself to receive um and I def I want to have that conversation with you but I feel like before we do I I just like want to hear from you just a little bit of your journey for the past three months because honestly dude I I tell I mean I always talk about my clients because I just love them so much but I'm like I have just loved witnessing you and your breakthroughs and your ahas and like all of the healing that's happened and the transformation and the expansion for you and I feel like it would be really valuable for everyone listening to hear kind of like where you were when you came to me and I have some like you know I can I can support you with that because I know sometimes it's hard to like remember where you were because you're here now um but 
kind of what this journey has been like because I know when we first started working together you were like I'm just going through a lot in my relationship I'm going through a lot in life I really just like need the support and I don't even know what that means really but I know that I need somebody to kind of help me navigate these waters and obviously what transpired from that was yes having space be held for you in this this next season for you but I also think it's been a lot of letting go of control like it has been so much you trusting yourself like you getting out of your head and overthinking everything or like just you know micro managing or analyzing or whatevering and actually trusting yourself to move forward and 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 I know that you're such a highly sensitive being and you're also like, do I have ADHD? Like, I don't really know. <laughs> and I think that can be such a common thing for anyone who is super multi-passionate or who is super sensitive to other people's energy. So that being said, <laughs> I want to just kind of go there with you. Like, let's talk yeah. about it. Let's get into the juiciness. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I, it's been to everything you shared. It's definitely been a journey. Um, and I think the word that I'm latching onto that you were saying just now that's standing up to me the most is trust. Um, you know, it's something that I feel like for so much of my life, there's this idea of people talk about, you know, you got to trust yourself. You got to listen to your intuition. And I've been working on that a lot the last couple of years, but it's almost like you hear people talk about it and you're like, yeah, I get it. But then you're like, actually, do I really get it? Like, do I really know what that means? And I don't think it was up until the last, honestly, like several months since having started working with you where I'm just like, okay, this trust piece I think I know, but I don't know if I really, really know because there were yeah. still a lot of patterns that were coming up for me where, you know, I'd be facing decisions or, you know, people, I mean, really, I think the most evident thing would be when I'm in this area of making decisions where I'm second guessing, I'm doubting, I'm worrying about what other people think. And I think all of those things are a cul culmination of like deeper blocks and roots that I've been kind of working on of, you know, feeling good enough and all of this. But really, I think a bigger piece of that too is ultimately coming into recognizing like, do I actually trust myself? And what I've really come to recognize since having started our journey together was I think I've become so much more conscious of that question. And I've been finding myself in these moments where I'm so hyper aware <laughs> of circumstances mm -hmm. that are making me test that trust. So as an example, you know, someone presenting an option of, you know, doing something like a few weekends ago, I was invited to like a couple parties and I knew deep down, I really didn't want to go. And if this was, mm -hmm you know, last year, I wouldn't have even thought like, I would have been like, yeah, I'm going because I have to go and everyone else is going. And that's the expectation of me. And if I don't go, people are going to judge me and people are going to talk about me. But I actually said, no, I said, no. And I put myself first. Yes. <laughs> Which honestly, like it was, it was hard. It was so hard in the moment to do, because I think over time I've been so conditioned to believe and I guess fall into this routine of always saying yes, because I don't want to disappoint others. I'm going to look bad air quotes and all this stuff. But for me to say no in that moment was so freaking empowering and such a big win for me because it was the culmination of a lot of stuff like me being hyper aware of what's going on, me taking a stand for myself, me doing what's right for me and not for anyone else. Mm -hmm. And the end result of that was so beautiful because what I ended up doing instead of going to these parties that I was, I guess, supposed to be at was I took the weekend for myself and I did a solo mm -hmm. trip and the solo trip was so beautiful. Granted, it was a little challenging at first because I found all of these emotions come up for me where it was the guilt, it was the crying. And I think another huge thing that I've noticed um, since, you know, working with you, Sam, um, with the trust piece has been embodiment. 
which was Mm. also another thing that you hear people talk about. It's like, do you listen to your body? Yeah, I listen to my body, but I realized, wait a second, I actually don't. Because when I'm dealt with in these circumstances, in these moments where, you know, for example, I'm made to face a decision, my body will give me signs. Like Mm. my, my stomach will like clench or my shoulders will like tense up or I'll get hot. But I never in the moment stop to recognize that. And it is actually like, I don't know, for people listening, they're like, well, duh. But I don't know, for me, it was like, I feel those things, but I never catch myself in those moments to actually really let them sink in. But then the second part of that, I feel like is acting on it. So like, okay, Mm -hmm. you feel that tension in your body, but what are you doing about it? And so- in that moment when I was doing my solo trip, I was feeling all these feelings and I consciously was like, you know, just let yourself feel it. So I let myself cry. I let myself be really, really tense. But after that, and this was another thing too, the embodiment thing came in and getting out of the headspace, which I'm so guilty of always doing. I moved my body, which I've been mm. I I owe this to you so much because this is another huge thing that's honestly been pivotal for me is getting out of the mind and tapping into the body through movement. So what I ended up doing was yoga. I did a yoga flow, which automatically just calmed my nervous system, got me out of the overthinking. And then I freaking started dancing, which like, <laughs> thank you, Sam, for all your just Oh, like wild and free dancing that you do to inspire. I mean, me honestly, a lot because it's been so hard for me to tap into that side of this. Like, and I think this goes hand in hand with the femininity, just allowing myself to flow and trust my body to do what it needs to. And I just moved all the freaking emotion out of me and I felt so much better. And then the next morning I woke up and I was a new person. I took myself to the beach I just relaxed and I filled my cup and it felt so good. So that whole little narrative to basically, I guess, summarize a lot of the growth that I've experienced because that would have never happened like last year. Mm. And it was just all of those things are just little moments and little decisions that again, may seem really simple, but have been really hard. And I think the more that I'm now conscious of it and do it, it's it's going to become so much easier. I mean, I've already noticed it. And I mean, that's just the most empowering thing. And I think is a testament to the growth and how much we've worked on and I guess how much I've I've navigated and come to. So yeah. Wow. About all that. <laughs> uh, oh my God. I was just like beaming. I'm like, can I just like jump through this computer right now and hug you? <laughs> Because like witnessing your journey has been so incredible. And I remember, I remember a distinct moment where you shared with me one of the first times that you said no, when you were like, I need to let go of this unaligned client. You're like, I can't do it. And it was in that moment that you were like, I deserve what I want, right? It was this like this reclamation of your worthiness, reclamation of you get to have what you want, period, right? And like that requires you to say no to things so that you can make space for what you want, right? And it's the same with saying no to the party. It's like you didn't want to go, but you felt like you should have gone. And so you knew that that little voice was not the voice of empowerment. It was the voice of, no, you should do what everyone else wants you to do because that's going to make everyone like you and be happy and keep them comfortable. But a woman in her power is not here to make people comfortable, right? Like, and I feel like that for you has been a huge, like one of the biggest things that's come over the past three months. I remember like three calls in, you were like, I said, no, I turned down money. I turned down this client because it wasn't a yes. And then you went to the party or you didn't go to the party and you took a solo trip. And it's like, you're starting, like you have, you have said yes to yourself, right? You have started to remember that you are the most important person in your life, right? And it's up to you to feel good so that you can continue to create more good. It's up for you to feel good so that in your relationship, which I know you want to talk about, so that in your relationship, you can be really confident and magnetic and feel really turned on. And I remember so specifically, you sent me a memo 
I was, it was either a voice memo or a, a text. I forgot. And you were like, I get it. I get what you mean by living a turned on life. And I was like, <laughs> yes, girl. Like yes. every day that is your responsibility. Every fucking day is to turn yourself on. It is not anyone else's job to do that. It's not money coming in. It's not the clients. It's not the partner. It is your job, right? Because your man is not going to want to be with you if you are all victim-y and blah and feeling gross because you haven't moved your body or danced or put on makeup or whatever you need to do to feel like a queen, right? And like your soulmate clients are not going to want to work with you if you feel like a bag of dicks, you know? <laughs> it's like you got to feel turned on it's like that is your responsibility so whatever that means for you if it's yoga it's dancing like everyone has their thing and I feel like this journey for you it truly has been feminine embodiment that's what it is right mm -hmm. you're leaning into trust more you're tapping back into your body you're getting out of your head you're slowing down if you're no longer available to hustle you're like rediscovering hobbies you're taking yourself on trips like this is what like this is what I like every woman actually truly desires and it's like all it requires is you saying no that's the biggest thing and it can be scary when maybe in the past or as a kid right you haven't been able to do that you haven't made it hasn't been welcomed your voice hasn't been welcomed or your voice has been shut down and I feel like part of your journey has been reclaiming your voice truly yeah. and reclaiming your power and being like no, God damn it, I do deserve this, right? And speaking out and noticing the discomfort, but saying it anyways, because you know that's your truth. Mm, yeah, that resonates so much. And to the voice, you know, mentioned that you just said, you know, it's so interesting because on our conscious creator calls and even in our calls together one-on-one, -on -one, there've been like meditations that we've done and I'll always notice for the most part, it's like the throat chakra. Like there's some sort of thing going on here. And I think it's just all telling and pointing to the fact that this is an opportunity for me to really get clear on what I want, but actually articulate it and say mm -hmm. it like, oh man, one of my biggest, like, what do I call this fears or just like cringy like ooh feelings is knowing that I'm going to say something to like disappoint someone like it's it's just been mm. it's been a big block and pattern for me that I've become very conscious of um I mean it's come up a lot for my relationship because my boyfriend um it's it's been beautiful in the in the sense that he kind of leaves me no room to hide and makes me talk about the uncomfortable stuff which has been incredible because it's really forced me to get clear on what I'm feeling and actually articulating it. But, and I've really had to work through this idea of like, okay, on the other side of me speaking my truth, there may be some disappointment from others, but I think it's been also connected to like, okay, the people pleaser in me always wants to make everyone happy. Gosh forbid someone judge me, judges me and all that. So it's been a real journey to like work through that and stand in my truth and my power and express what I want and need unapologetically. So the whole thro throat kind of chakra situation, like I just, I, I felt that so deeply. And I think it's again, just related to everything you're sharing about me voicing my truth and standing in my power. So, yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's fascinating about the throat is the throat and the sacral are very connected. If you've seen a photo of your throat and like the, um, what do we call it? Like the anatomy of yeah. your throat and then also of like your uterus and like your fallopian tubes. And it's, it's like the same. It wow. literally looks so similar. And those two things are so deeply connected. And often when we unlock one, the other unlocks. Sometimes People have the sexual liberation first, and then they start speaking their truth. And sometimes it's the reverse. You have your, th your throat opens up, you start speaking, blah, 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 and then it's the sexual piece. And I think, I don't know which one for you has opened up first, and I think they're, they feed off each other. But mm -hmm. for everyone listening that's in, this, in a similar position, because I know that so many women are also desiring this, 
newfound sense of power and freedom and self-trust and just like this feeling of like oh yes it happens here and it happened from I think a lot of is like releasing the shame releasing the rage and the anger and I know that we have done a lot of that work we did a lot of that work at the very beginning of our journey together of like letting go of all the shit that you were holding on to or the shame whether it was around your body or the fear of disappointing others like we have to let go of that to actually be able to feel safe enough to be with ourselves, like to be in our body right or else it's just gonna feel like bleh. yes so can you like share a little bit about that experience for you um, specifically related to like releasing the shame or mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah yeah no I mean and I think this the whole journey for me again too it's it's wild because it's so it's gradual right like it doesn't happen overnight but I'm finding yeah. like the more I'm dealt with circumstances the more it's like I think before what it's been for me when I was dealt with a situation where I had to speak my truth to someone. I am so, again, it's like the head thing. Like I'm overthinking, like this person's gonna think this and that and that. And I think the more that I voice my truth and I articulate it, like, yeah, maybe on the other side, there is an altercation or, you know, there is disappointment, but it's never as bad as I make it out to be. Mm. (laughs) And so it's almost like the more honest I get, And the more I met on the other side, the more I'm realizing I'm like, well, the other side isn't really that bad. And it's almost like I'm getting more comfortable to open up and to share that. I think the, the, the biggest, um, container, I guess we'll use that word (laughs) where I've been doing this is in my relationship. Like I mentioned, like my boyfriend, very like to the core, he's like, all right what are you feeling? Speak your truth, whatever. And it was so hard for me. I remember like at the beginning of our relationship when there was whatever, a disagreement or something that I had to articulate to him. It's like, I'd do this ritual where like, okay, I'd meditate. I would journal. I'd figure out what to say. I still do that stuff, but I don't think it takes me as long to get clear on Mm. that. On, on like what I want to say and why, because I think prior to that, there was so much of the fear circulating in my brain, like, God forbid I share, I say this. Um, but I've gotten so much more comfortable over time. And I think to the shame piece that you mentioned, again, I don't know if I could pinpoint like how, but it's kind of just gradually dissipated where I think because mm-hmm. I've become more honest and like more, I don't know, determined to become more honest the shame has just gradually dissipated and it's dissolving even more and more now where now I'm being called out or now I need to say something I'm just I go at it with a little bit more and more certainty every time um even Mm. just yesterday I I had a conversation with with my boyfriend where I I was upset over something we had seen each other this weekend and there were some feelings that I was carrying from the weekend Um, And he knew he was just waiting for me to kind of verbalize them. And, you know, I sat with it a little bit and, you know, I, I, I spoke my truth and I made it a point to prior to going into it. Actually, I won't even say that. I don't even know now that I'm talking, thinking of talking through it now. I don't think I really sat with anything. I think it's become now such a thing for me where the overthinking has really dissolved where now I'm just more certain. And I went into that conversation Mm. yesterday and I was like, no, this is exactly how I, you made me feel. This is how I feel. And we had a really great, honest, open conversation. And he met me with so much space and understanding and we squashed it right then and there. So it's been, wow. Yeah. That's like a new realization. I just realized while talking about that, it really (laughs) to think through, it just kind of happened. So I think that's another beautiful, um, uh, like outcome of all this is I'm spending less time in my head and I'm just more certain, like there's a certainty. And I think it comes back to that self-trust. Like I'm trusting myself to say yeah. what I'm feeling. Yes. God. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yes. And I remember <clears throat> you went out with friends 
uh, this is probably like two months ago. And I remember someone said something and you were like, oh, maybe that is actually how I feel. Right. I remember you were second guessing your feelings and it like now you're trusting that your feelings are little messengers and you can decode them and be in your power. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, I know from, you know, our coaching that your boyfriend, like Kurt, very alpha, right. And will put you in your place. Right. And I think as somebody who comes from being this very like achieving, controlling, you know, perfectionist type A, like really hyper in the masculine, our relationships often, you know, if we're with the right man, let's say our relationships can really put us in our place. Right. Or else we just continue to butt heads. Yes. And for you, I feel like your relationship has been a huge uh, mirror for you and opportunity for you to surrender more, right? To fucking surrender and let go of control and like, like let him lead more. I know for me and my relationship with Kurt, it's been the same thing. He's just like not available for me to like boss him around or tell him what to do or tell him he's wrong. Like, he's just like, excuse me, you know? And I'm like, oh my, excuse. <laughs> ah like I can't get away with the same bullshit that I could get away with in other relationships and you know I'd be curious to hear a little bit too about that experience for you of this like and I know you're still in it you're still like working through it as am I I think that's a forever thing um but this like shift in your relationship to like surrendering and to letting go and how that's been for you yeah okay so I can actually share an example of what happened this weekend um, that I considered like a really big win. But when I share the story, I think it's going to sound so silly to maybe you or people listening, but I consider this a huge win on the topic of the control thing. So yeah. um, I had seen my boyfriend this weekend and there was a moment where um, this was, I think, Saturday morning. He wanted to make breakfast for me. And normally again I'm thinking like if this was minnow last year <laughs> yeah the situation would have gone completely differently so you know I was trying to help him like do breakfast and all that and he he had mentioned to me he's like I got this because I had done breakfast the day before and you know he started doing some things he was figuring what to make and he decided on french toast and was making the batter and I was watching him do the batter and I was already thinking in my mind I'm like oh he's doing this wrong like he was pouring too much milk or something <laughs> so I go to make a comment and I'm like babe I'm like I think you're like adding way too much milk and he was like he just looked at me and he was like can you just let me do this and the voice in my head was like minnow shut the fuck up and go sit <laughs> I literally say, I kid you not. I was like, you know what? You're right. So I literally, I walked out of the kitchen. I sat down on the couch and I went to read my book. And in that moment, I literally was like, just let go and receive. Like he is making you breakfast. He is treating you like you have no place to say anything. Like you deserve this. Like calm down. I actually had to talk to myself. <laughs> And he came over and he made me like the most incredible breakfast. I think I'm like getting emotional talking about this. <laughs> it was so beautiful and it was everything like I could have wanted. And he like decorated the plate all pretty with like all the things. And after I ate, I like made it a point to like to just thank him. And he did such a good job. And I was so appreciative in the moment. Um, but if this was me last year. I wouldn't have even noticed that I was commenting. Like I would have kept nitpicking. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Also, I think a lot of my, I've come a long way with like a lot of like compulsive eating and like orthorexia and stuff. Like old minnow would have been like, oh my God, like he's making bread. I can't have gluten, you know, like all the things. Yeah. And yeah. I just, I would have felt the need to control and want to have everything done my way. But it was so quick for me, I think, because I'm now very hyper aware that I do yeah. tend to want to control in the relationship and want to do certain things my way where like, actually, no, if I just trust this person to do it his way and step back and receive, which has been really hard for me to do, <laughs> it actually could be a really beautiful thing. So mm. I consider that a huge win. And I think moving forward, 
in our relationship, I'm really trying to be conscious of those areas where I am maybe overstepping or trying to control or manipulate or, you know, just do anything that maybe, I don't know, is, I'll just say like, not in my place, or there could be opportunity where, you know, there could be equality or it, it's, it really is just on him, like to lead and trusting, you know, my partner to do what he is intended to do. And I do my thing and maybe step back. So, yeah. yeah. That is such a powerful, it's, it's not a silly example. It's a very powerful example because like we need those really simple um, like, experiences that I'm sure everyone has gone through, whether it's you're nitpicking your partner for the way he makes French toast or the way that he's driving or the way that he's blah, 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 blah. Like I can definitely tell you all the times I've tried to do that to Kurt and it's, I met with the same resistance and it's like, it's so funny how especially if you have been in a place in life where you have needed to, you've tried to control everything, right? Because at a certain point in your life, you decide you couldn't trust yourself, which means you couldn't trust other people or you couldn't trust life. There was this like grip on life, which leads to so many issues, gut issues, skin issues, body issues, money issues, daddy issues, like so many issues when we try to control everything. It's also just exhausting trying to control everything around us. And it uses so much energy that doesn't need to be used. But it's like we, when we allow our partners or people in our life to just do things their way and let them be, we give ourselves permission to let ourselves be you know like when we stop making our partner wrong we stop making ourselves wrong and sometimes it happens with another person and sometimes it happens with us but I think ultimately when we can relax and just be like why am I blocking myself from receiving right why am I blocking this and whether it's love right? Or whether it's this act of service, it's beautiful, French toast, like delicious. Um, It's (laughs) funny because Kurt literally made French toast for us like five days ago. Not even kidding. It's so funny. funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's in the air apparently. But, and I had the same experience because he made it with, uh, what's it called? Challah bread. And Mm. I was like, oh, the gluten. But I'm like, Sam, (laughs) it's fucking one breakfast. Calm your tits, eat the bread, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Yes, literally. But I like, I didn't make the comment, but I had the thought and I was like, Sam, receive the goddamn French toast. (laughs) But it is so, it's so funny because as you go on this journey, as you're sharing, right, you, you said the thing, he responded and then you're like, no, shut the fuck up, right? Receive. The next time it happens, maybe you'll notice, why is he pouring a syrup that way? Or why is he, you know, it always starts with why, why are you blah, blah, blah? Why are you? And you're like, oh my God, will you? shut the fuck up right (laughs) it's just like that is a controlling voice in you yeah and it's for me and my experience I always trace it back to my dad because he was super controlling and perfectionist and it Mm. always comes from that it always comes from a parent that was so hyper controlling perfectionistic type a controlling whatever that was so hyper in their wounded masculine Mm -hmm. right that you didn't feel safe you to be yourself you didn't yeah. trust yourself. You couldn't trust your decision. So you're like, oh, wait, should I be doing this? Right. You start, you start getting in your head. That's where we learn to not trust ourselves. And yeah. really the power of the work that you have done, because you've done the work, is awareness of the patterns of, oh my gosh, where do I just overthink the fuck out of everything? I'm in my head about everything. And how can I start to begin to lean more into trust and just let go? Just stop shut the fuck up (laughs) just let life happen like receive you know like controlling is exhausting but it's also a self-sabotaging method that we develop to get us what we think is love Mm -hmm. yeah totally and to the point of what you mentioned about your dad I've actually been sitting with this the last um the last week or so because this is like the first topic on my mind now this whole like now that it's in my awareness and I'm conscious about it like I'm thinking about control, masculine, feminine, like energy dynamics, like all this stuff. And so it's really interesting because now I'm like hyper-focused on it. And what I recognized is, you know, 
I, I always love to know, again, I'm the person that loves to know like the why, like, where did this come from? Why is this happening? And I yeah. know, um, you know, I've witnessed my parents, you know, like do that specifically, like for you, it was your dad. For me, it was definitely my mom, um, you know, the need to control, but what's also interesting is observing how she is very much in her masculine too mm-hmm. and doesn't trust my dad with doing a lot of stuff. Like there was such a silly moment um, over the weekend where she had asked my dad to do something for her in the kitchen. Um, but ultimately she ended up doing it herself. And I asked her, I'm like, why, why aren't you having dad do this? She's like, oh, he's not going to do it the way that I want it. And I was like, yo, like, <laughs> where I'm getting this from. And then it got me thinking, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, it's not just my mom. Like I'm observing like all the women in my family. Mm. I think, you know, I don't, I think, I don't know if I don't want to make like a blanket statement, but for me, I can speak to like my culture, like my Polish immigrant culture. Like, I feel like looking at my aunts, especially like the older generation, like my aunts, like people, my mother's age, like the, the feminine masculine, like dynamic in their relationships. It's like the women are always competing with the men and always feel like like they could do just as much and all the things and I'm like no wonder that I am now operating in the same model where I'm trying to do all the things and I'm trying to control and Mm -hmm. prove that I'm you know and I and I and I can I have compassion and can understand why I think for like my mom and my parents growing up like in communist Poland in like the eighties and nineties, like it was so much about survival and, you know, needing to do the thing just to get like food on the table. And so both people had to show up, but like now the question of survival, like, I mean, I'm good. Like, I'm really good. Like, I don't need to be going at it into my relationship to want to match. Like I can step back and really like relax and receive. So yeah, that was just an observation I've been sitting with um, that's Mm. been huge and has just got me thinking about this on a deeper level too, like witnessing my mom and just other people in my family play out this dynamic, which is wild, is really wild. Yeah. Wow. I feel like, and and I think genuinely, like you're going to see it too um, in generations to come, right? If you have kids, if your kids have kids, like you are the the cycle breaker like you're breaking that toxic uh masculinity let's just say that can show up in women too yeah that really creates a lot of disease in the body it creates a lot of disease in the mind and um like when you heal this in let's say relationship you start to relax you start to receive um, which for me this is where I saw it happen first and I'm very grateful to Kurt for being who he is. Like, I, it's funny how we get into relationships with partners. We have just no idea what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then what I can imagine for you, because I know that you were talking about like hitting a plateau in your business and wanting to receive more money and getting past this next level and getting to what, like 15 K months, like anchoring yeah. that as your like new normal. Yeah. yeah. Like 15, 20 beyonds. Right. It's like, ooh, cool. Let's receive more with money in your business too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that next level is going to be the next space where you expand and receive and grow because you aren't hustling and working and burning yourself out anymore. And I know kind of going full circle back to where we began, where you were sharing like teetering on the edge of burnout. And it's like, mm-mm, not anymore. Because you have nothing to prove. You yeah. like perfectionism isn't a goal anymore. Like yeah. it's like, no, you don't need to be perfect. Actually, you're allowed to mess up. You're allowed to make mistakes. And once we release some of that control, we actually allow so much magic and goodness and opportunity and all of that to come in. Because like I like to think about it like a fist, you know? If you are trying to be perfect, it's like you're clenching life, you're controlling life. There's no space for anything to get into the, you know, that space in between your fingers. When you start to release, oh, you can like, you know, you can put your finger in there and like receive. And yeah, I'm just super excited for your financial expansion. I'm super excited for your business, for your body, for all of it. Because when you unlock it in one part of light, it starts to unlock it in all the other pl- the all the other parts, you know. And it's like when pleasure is the woman's priority 
which I know that it's becoming yours. Money loves that shit. (laughs) Money loves that shit. People want you to be happy. You know, your soulmate clients want you to be happy. They don't want you to be burned out, right? They want to work you because your energy is vibrant, is high, is exciting. It's not to say that you can't feel the lows. I mean, Jesus, yesterday I like spent all day in bed crying. Um, but it's like cool, you can process that you feel and know that you're still a powerful fucking woman. Yes. Yes. Everything you just shared, I'm like that is what I'm trying to step into for the rest of the year. Like it's October today, it's October 4th today. And I have three more months of the year. And like, I just want to end this off on like that embodied, full trusting, empowered state. Um, mm. I feel like this year for me has been, honestly, this has been the hardest fucking year of my life. Like so Same. many tests and challenges and lessons in every aspect of my life, professional life, personal life, relationships, friendships, family, like you name it. Um, and you know, ups and downs, all the things, but I know with all of that has come so much awareness and empowerment and growth that I think the last several months, especially like, I feel like I pulled so many realizations this summer that, I now just want to like, now that I have the realizations, it's like, okay, let's use them to like propel <laughs> me forward. Yeah. Just finish this year off on such a high note. Um, it's been radical too. I'll say it there. I, what I found really powerful too, um, in a lot of our conversations is like those, those conversations we have where it's like the big realizations, like mm. that conversation we had about codependency where it's almost like, and again, I don't always need a reason to explain something. Like I've become conscious of too, like not diving too deep to like know why or whatever. Cause sometimes, you know, things just resolve or happen and you don't always need to know the reason. But in those moments where I have gotten the reason, it's been like so expansive just to know. And oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think that conversation we had about where I was like, wow, all these patterns actually tie back to like codependency. And with that, like there is that sense of control and all that. I've just gotten so much clarity around that. And I think you said the, the expression, like naming it to taming it, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like naming and identifying that has helped so much and has then given me like, again, that awareness and then the, the opportunity to change the pattern. So that in itself has just been huge. So, um, and, and with the codependency control thing, it's like, I've been doing so much freaking work (laughs) on myself, like the last several years in between workshops and coaching that I've done and all that. And I think it's like this control, this idea of control has been, and the feminine masculine dynamics too, which I think is very much related has been this like beautiful it's almost like this umbrella (laughs) that summarizes a lot of it. And I've, I can't even explain. There's like feelings of relief. There's feelings of empowerment. There's feel, there's all like the good feelings, knowing that I'm now conscious of this and working towards it and ready to step into this next, I guess, like level of up-leveling. So it all feels really good. (laughs) Yes. Ah, yeah. I'm so fucking proud of you. It's not easy to face, you know, it's not easy to let go. Uh, but you were committed to doing the work. And I think that's the most important part, right? Like I can share with you all day what to do, what not to do, how to blah, blah, blah. But you were the one that did all the things. You were the one that took yourself out. You were the one that had the self-awareness that showed up to every call fully present, to sh- that showed up in Boxer. Like, and I am excited for your expansion for a last quarter for the next three months because it's inevitable you know, like it's inevitable. It's like, in a way the work has just begun and it's like, oh my gosh, there's so much magic and expansion and integration that's going to be happening for you in the next three months and also for the rest of your life. So I am so, I'm so excited for you, Minnow. Thank you, Sam. I owe you like a huge, well, first of all, I wish we were in person so I could hug you. <laughs> I know. But just Soon, like at the next retreat. <laughs> I know. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, but no, honestly, just so much gratitude because again, like we said at the beginning, I knew going into it that it felt right. But after every call, it was like, 
whoa, like this is just so right. <laughs> like so much, again, it's the realizations, but from the realizations, like, yes, you helped me come to those realizations, but then to your point, like it was on me to then change the patterns and all that, um, which I've been doing and it's been fucking hard, but it's getting easier. I mean, again, like to some of the little stories that I shared, you know, they've been happening and um, they're getting easier. And I think I'm, I'm, I guess, looking forward to (laughs) and excited to the next little, whatever altercations or situations that come up where, I'm able to navigate them with so much more ease and efficiency because those Mm. blocks or behaviors I had before that were limiting or, you know, I was operating out of fear or insecurity, like they're not affecting me anymore and I'm more empowered and have up-leveled. So bring it on, you know, (laughs) let's go, baby. That is the signs of an empowered woman. I'm so excited for you. I'm so proud of you. Cannot wait to like see you and squeeze you in real life at our next retreat in May. And just, oh man, I mean, I, I feel like if you had, okay, so let's say this, if I'm assuming that a lot of women listening are like, holy shit, (laughs) I want that. This is me. What would be like one, let's say thing that you would recommend for them? Like what has been something that's really helped you, um, whether it's a mantra or a practice that they can do to start on this journey? Yeah. Ooh. Honestly, the first thing that's coming to mind um, that, again, seems so simple, but has been huge for me. And I'm still consciously trying to integrate it more and more in my everyday is this embodiment piece. Like I am such a person that is in my head and overthinking And in those moments where I am feeling all the feelings and being hard on myself or in a mood, like actually making the effort to get up (laughs) and change my environment, whether it's dancing, movement, yoga, walking, I'm not, I'm not the kind of person that can sit still in one place and like meditate. Journaling helps. Yes. To get my words out and thoughts, but, um, you know, Meditation's hard because the more I sit in silence, the more those thoughts get amplified. And it's almost and nine times out of 10, those thoughts are, are just noise. Like they're not mm. true. And so when I sit with them, th- those thoughts and they get amplified, it's like they even, I, I guess they like drive me even crazier. <laughs> so I think it's like, it's not like ignoring the thoughts by moving or anything, but just like tap tuning into the body to then be like, the antenna (laughs) for how you feel yeah because like you know it's like I'm trying to like articulate this in a way where okay I I'm I'm feeling really anxious and I'm sitting with myself and I'm I'm doubting myself or I'm feeling all the feelings and you know my body doesn't feel good or whatever but then when I walk or I, I change my environment or whatnot I automatically feel better and those thoughts just disappear and I feel like well, if they were really true, maybe they'd still be bothering me. I don't know if that's the right way to think about that, but I think it just is the power of, and speaks to the fact that nine, time out of, nine times out of 10, those thoughts are just noise. And so moving and making a conscious effort to just, again, tap into self has been really powerful. So I would mm. say that for sure. And again, it sounds simple, but for me, it's, it's been pivotal and it takes work. Like I catch myself still falling into those things and it's, it's still hard to get out of that, but the more I do it, the easier it's becoming. So it's been, it's been pivotal for sure. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And like anything, right. Embodiment is a habit, right? At some point we disembody, we abandon the body, we abandon ship, uh, and re-embodying, uh, getting back into the body is another is just a practice and it does get easier with time and you get less triggered with time and you speak your truth easier with time and it's it's all of that um so to your point it's just practice you know and when you're in a relationship when you have friends when you're in a job like you're gonna face these opportunities to have the awareness and choose how you want to respond instead of react and I think for you that's been a huge shift that you've made is instead of responding from this like basically wounded inner child right this codependent needy like eh, you know controlling inner child you're responding from a healed loved worthy inner child who might have a little temper tantrum but you can give her the love so that she doesn't project her shit onto her partner or 
clients or fill in the blank. Yeah, totally. 1000%. And then another thing that just came up too, which similar to the embodiment piece I found is huge. And I'll say like, I've, I've honestly found a lot of inspiration from you, Sam, in doing this is saying no more often and being like really unapologetic about it. Because the more I've said no, the more I've left empowered, fulfilled, and honestly, just like at peace with myself, knowing that I'm creating more space to welcome things that are in more alignment and I'm giving myself back time and space, like saying no to those like events I had to go through and choosing me and going on that solo trip. That was freaking huge. And I I started the week after that weekend on such a high and I got so much shit thrown my, my way that week too. And, but I was okay. Like if I hadn't done that for myself, I would have been in a dark hole. So really yeah. just, I guess, getting more conscious in those moments where you want to say yes, but catching yourself thinking like, am I saying yes for me? Or am I saying yes for someone else to please someone else or because someone else is going to judge me? Um, it's getting easier. It's getting really, it's way easier for me. And that feels really good because middle three months ago would have been like, debilitated like ah I can't say no but now it's like hell no like no no. (laughs) it feels so good (laughs) that's the fucking best yeah oh saying no is such a form of self-care and um it's been awesome witnessing you and your journey and I'm so excited to see you continue and all of the expansion that's to come um we're gonna crush the rest of 2022 I know that this year has been so challenging for me for you for so so many women uh so many women inside conscious creators so many people I know um they've really gone through like a really big death in so many ways like letting identities shed and I just want to also say thank you for being vulnerable and sharing your story and sharing where you were at and what you've gone through because I know that uh so many women listening are like just going to be like holy shit like thank you for showing me and giving me hope that I can have this too so thank you Minnow I love you tons I'm so grateful for you oh thank you thank you so much for having me on this was so great I love chatting with you always. Um, and this topic again is just like, who it's, it's been fresh in my brain. Cause it's, it's so, um, it's happening. Like I'm going through it. <laughs> it feels really good to talk about it, but also have you on the other end, um, you know, recognize it, but also, cause I know you're going through your own stuff with this too, or have experienced it. So I just, I always find so much comfort in, um, sharing something, but also being met on the other end of like, oh, I get this too. And I think that's why conscious creators has been so great because it is such a container for other women who go through it and know it. Yeah. So it's been powerful to just be able to have a platform to share that. So thank you for bringing me on and allowing me to, to talk a little bit about all the things <laughs> that have been going oh. on. So it's been a of joy. Course. Yeah. It, it really has. I love you tons. Um, and yeah, you guys, um, I'll be sharing all of Minnow's deets in the show notes as well. If you are interested in branding, design, all of the things, she does incredible work. You're going to see it when we drop all of the new branding for Conscious Creators. I've kind of leaked it a little bit, but um, I'm just so excited to bring the brand to life. So thank you for sharing all of your thank you for using your voice on this episode. And I love you guys. We will catch you on the next one. But until then, peace out. Love you tons. And remember to say no.